everybody. Welcome back to Embodied Experience with Lauren and Sylvie. We are so glad to have the opportunity to continue to connect with you guys as 2020 unfolds. And we're just both so grateful to be doing this work together and to have your attention and your comments and feedback are much appreciated. So Today, bringing the idea of what it means to let go to the table, as this has definitely been an overarching theme for all of us in 2020, not by choice, but by the force of this global pandemic, um, as it's put into life as we know it, into complete question, um, which has given us all that push to start to become curious about our life, about what we value, about the people who we um, are closest with or those who we interact with, what it means to be human, um, the power of connection, which we may not have even been aware of up until the point in which connection is now unavailable to us on a regular basis or in a kind of quote-unquote normal way um thrown into question how government works and society and how we're able to um continue to take care of each other when things when the system starts to fall apart and so it's been a really interesting year and um it's been different for each and every single one of us so um, yeah, this idea of letting go has been really kind of prominent in my, in my life, I will say. Um, you know, I feel like I'm kind of at this age in which I'm outgrowing my younger girl self and welcoming a more grown version of who I am and who I want to be, um, outside of the realm of influence from family and friends and more just like who am I as a person and um in doing so I've had to do a lot of work this past year in letting go of what I believed I was expected to be by um or what I thought I was expected to be by society from family from friends all of who I have a very supportive system don't get me wrong but um I think for me, it's been this idea of identifying who I am based on my relationships with other people. And around the age, I think, of 28, that's when I had kind of gone on this three-year sabbatical in my life. Um, I think what kind of pushed me to do that was I was like, I kind of need to figure out who I am without the attachments of who I am in relationship to everybody else. And that was really hard work. And I think 2020 has kind of forced all of us into that sort of self-isolation and self-inquiry. inquiry, um, Whether we wanted to be or not, right? So how are we when we are in our own company? Um, how are we with out necessarily the attachments of money or jobs um and uh yeah so so letting go i think 
a lot of times letting go can also relate to um our attachments it's like it's almost like letting go of the beliefs that we hold so strongly to and our attachment or dependency on things outside of ourselves um, and how they define us or how we may um, kind of rely on them to feed our feelings or to comfort our insecurities and not to say those things don't exist I think they're very much a very real part of being human but to start to kind of create space and recognizing them for what they are and where our feelings come from I think we can understand the root of who we are and from there we can start to let go of certain things because we can it's almost like we can see how certain belief patterns or um, thought processes or philosophies that we may hold firmly to can sometimes be really harmful or exhausting or not necessarily valuable in helping us to to kind of be or get to where we want to go so how does that feel I think you know it's really easy on an intellectual level to understand that okay we come up against things in life we can recognize them we see what works what doesn't work so you let go what doesn't work you accept the situation you move on and that sounds it sounds pretty easy I think it sounds pretty you know it's it's like a schematic way of growth in our lives but on a physical and mental level it can be really hard um sometimes it can be really easy I think when it becomes so clear as to why you should let go but getting to that point is a journey and um so on a personal level I think for me I've I've uh definitely have had a lot of what about me in 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 my mindset for a large part of my life and I think um having that play in the background can be so self-limiting and self-absorbing that it can take away from the bigger picture and letting go of that in day-to-day situations is helps me to expand my awareness expand my connection allow my energy to radiate kind of more outward and forward so when I go into interactions with people if I if I sense myself going into that what about me um mindset I've shifted it to well what about me but what about them and kind of always having that ping pong back and forth awareness growing in my head so I become very present with the other people and it allows me to be present with them but also be present with myself and and create that protection and that boundary and so I've had to let go of a lot of self-protection techniques in order to um, become present and also to become a little bit more loving and um yeah, wow. I, I could I could really go a thousand different ways with this, so bear with me. I do also tend to like to babble. 
um, helps me kind of clarify where it is I'm going. So taking that and putting it into relation to 2020, I think it's the same idea um, of when our routines get thrown off, when, you know, we become kind of dependent on our day-to-day lives being a certain way and that's thrown into question. I think it's easy for all of us to fall into what about me? Um, And then it's like we have to take a step back and be like, well, what about you? And what about everybody else? Because we're all in this together. And I think what I've seen a lot this year is everybody having to let go of believing life has to be a certain way. Because now all of a sudden that certain way isn't so certain. And it's it's been a that that's that can be that's that's just challenging. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. I've seen it a lot in my practice too, and just dealing with people on a day to day basis who come from all walks of life and different circumstances and ages and lifestyles and maybe without them even recognizing it, when life changes, and it's not necessarily by our choice. We have to learn to let go and keep going. And, and why is that so difficult? So, Lauren, going to pass this over to you now. I know I just kind of spoke a lot about lots of different things. So, um, how, you know, what what kind of comes to your heart and mind as I'm saying this? And how is it related to you? And I know you've had a really cool crazy year in which you've moved around a lot too and just wondering letting go what does that mean to you sylvie what a great introduction for episode 11 and letting go you've brought up so many i mean just really thought-provoking questions and approaches to this topic of letting go and you know i think the thing that uh really stands out in my mind the most is this idea of self-determination it's a, a more technical term that uh, we use in the therapy world, um, but really it boils down to self-awareness. Uh, but to kind of give context to that self-determination, I think the reason they, uh, or not self-determination, self-differentiation, excuse me, uh, the reason they use the word differentiation is um, because it's really being able to differentiate the self, you know, yourself from relationships, people, things, material items. And when we're unable to differentiate ourselves from uh, others or things, it creates sort of a murky situation. Uh, And then letting go really becomes difficult because when we are so entrenched, when our self-identity is so interwoven um, that we don't have self-differentiation, um, this self-awareness of how we're holding on to things, how we're needing things, how it identifies us. Um, letting go then requires us to let go of a part of ourselves. So that's, what I think, where it can get really tricky. And, you know, at the at tail end of what you were talking about, I think you were talking a lot about change and how, you know, in 2020 with the, this pandemic, so much of how we run our lives has been forced on us. And so whether we wanted the change or not, whether we needed the change or not, um, we had to change, Uh, we had to adjust. And I think honestly, uh, if, if given 
a positive or at least a reframed lens on how to look at this change and to look at it as an opportunity to self-differentiate, to, to become more self-aware of what things or people or relationships had taken hold of us in our normal day-to-day lives uh, and whether or not those things were actually healthy or if they were feeding us uh, in, a, in, a, in a whole, or I guess a yeah, wholesome way is I guess maybe what I'm getting at. And if they aren't, then we need to let go of them. And so I guess for that, maybe we have a lot to be grateful for, for 2020. Um, I think that what may be most difficult about letting go, uh, I mean, I already kind of you know, talked about it to a degree, but but this idea of our own identity and what parts of our identity are wrapped up in the things that we may need to let go of. So, you know, to give some examples in stories of my own life, um, you know, a really big one is probably my family. Uh, Sylvia, I know you, you chatted a little bit about your family and, and definitely how, you know, our upbringing and the people that we are first involved with in our lives, how they, they shape that so much. Um, but I think at the core of that, you know, these people we want to hold on to because they are our foundation. They are, you know, the reason that we're here today, you know, but, but recognizing if it's bringing joy to your life or not, if it's depleting you or not. And, uh, I'm kind of dancing around it instead of just giving the story, right. (laughs) But, um, in my own history and my own, you know, walk, um, there was a period of time where, um, you know, I could no longer make rational explanations for why having a relationship with, you know, any number of the people in my family, whether siblings or parents, um, was something that, that I could continue to pour energy into. And, and really, you know, without obviously giving too many details because I haven't gone there, um, it, it really boils down to my self-differentiation from my family. And, and at the time at which I was able to sort of uh, make a clear distinction and let go, uh, so this topic of letting go, right, of my, my family ties was the, the point at which I knew that if I didn't, I was going to lose myself. And it was hard. Nothing about that decision, you know, and I don't, I don't want it to come across like it was like one day I just woke up and I was like, okay, I can no longer have a relationship with these people. No, it it certainly wasn't that. It was definitely a building. But I think the point at which I realized like it just, it wasn't healthy and it wasn't helping and I wasn't growing and I wasn't being nourished or filled up from it. I was actually just being depleted from it. Um, And over time, I've gotten really, you know, good about appreciating that um, decision to let go. And, And my life has been enriched by those relationships taking a pause. And, you know, I think I'm on the precipice in my life of, you know, being able to get back some of those relationships or, or maybe start them over again and, and maybe start them in a in a more healthy space. 
Um, but I think a lot of times when we think about letting go, we think that it's a forever decision and that they're never going to come back. And I think that can also be detrimental. We can't think about letting go as it's this forever mentality uh, or it's an all or nothing mentality. I used to struggle a lot with an all or nothing mentality, but, you know, recognizing that life is fluid and that with life being fluid, I mean, it's almost cyclical. I mean, things can come back and, and, you know, in some instances we don't want them to, but in so many instances, you know, we need to let go of things in order for them to heal and be better so that they can come back to a stronger and healthier and, you know, uh, with a wiser sense of ability. <laughs> um, so I don't know, maybe hopefully that makes sense. But, you know, honestly, I, I really think of this concept of living with your hand wide open. I know I've talked about that before, but, you know, in order to truly grow and evolve in our lives as, you know, in my faith-based background, I think God would have me grow um, and to, to understand, um, you know, his biggest uh, call for our lives is to love each other. You know, letting go is a big part of that. We can't be so tied down that we're, we're not open uh, to to new relationships and to new ways of doing things and to um, new and exciting spaces and places uh, for our lives to, to move to. So Sylvie, I know I got a little long-winded on this one. Hopefully that makes sense. Um, tell me what, what comes up for you? I know, I know I really kind of hit on a couple things. I think the main things were self-determination. Nope. Excuse me. Self-differentiation. I get those two D's, uh, mixed up. So really this idea of self-awareness, but you know, understanding that letting go is really a healthy thing. Um, what, what are your thoughts? What, what are you thinking? Well, I'm really excited to hear of this idea of self-differentiation as it's the first time um, I've heard this term, really, and I like it. And I think that's kind of drives home the idea of being really aware of oneself and being able to kind of sift through what it is we need to um, be true to, our own truth, our own um, you know, what's honest for us. And when you can recognize that, it might be easier to let the other things go. And whether that's in context of relationships, uh, thought patterns, ways of viewing the world, opinions. Um, and that's a challenging process at times, but kind of one where one that can be helpful when navigating the world is to think about like, well, what is it that belongs to me? And what is it that I need to hold on to and protect in order to grow? And what can I kind of just set off to the side? So it doesn't maybe uh, take hold or embed toxic roots into my growth. So I really love metaphors. I think, um, I really look at life with a lot of analogies. So when you're saying this, it comes to mind like a garden. And let's say, you know, you're a flower or you're a tree or you're some um, plant life that's that's growing. It's almost like you need to be able to take in the nutrients from the soil and the water and the sun and be able to fight off um, the toxic chemicals. So I don't know, bugs uh, poor weather conditions, uh, things that might root into the soil that would take away nutrients from the plant. So it's kind of this idea of recognizing what it is that we can, um, 
kind of use for our own self-growth and letting the rest go. Um, so the idea, um, kind of going back to what you said, I think that's awesome to also bring up the fact that like sometimes, yeah, letting go can feel like such a forever thing. Um, but really it's not. And love that you brought up the, this idea of cyclical nature and the fluidity of life, because it's so true. Um, trying to think of an example that comes to mind, like, I think a lot of the times I might find myself in situations with people and um, we may have an interaction and I might be nervous or tired or just not fully present. Maybe my my mind is elsewhere. Maybe I'm thinking about something else and we have an interaction and it doesn't necessarily go the way I would have hoped or liked or felt good about. And I can sense in my head thinking like, oh, well, that didn't go so well. And instead of me holding on and kind of ruminating with that reaction in my head, I just think, well, okay, see how you felt. That didn't feel good. Maybe you didn't like that you weren't present enough with that person. Maybe I didn't like that. Like maybe I said some snarky comment without even meaning to. It just kind of came out. Or maybe I felt like I wasn't listening well enough. Or maybe I felt like my answer wasn't fair to them the way I think it should have been in retrospect and so instead of holding on to maybe anger or disappointment in myself and how the interaction went I'll be like okay noted this is how I feel now I'm gonna let that interaction go there's nothing else I can do about it just keep moving forward and when I find myself in this same situation with this particular person or maybe a different person same situation I'm gonna kind of hopefully come right back to this and I'm going to implement what I learned from the past experience and that gives me an opportunity to kind of re rewrite the story or um, actively let something go by replacing it with something new. So I catch myself doing this on a daily basis and I think this is my micro way of letting go and um, finding ways to grow in the sense of just always being very aware of how interactions feel with people, with myself, you know, during, before, during, and after. And then if it feels good, I'll kind of continue to go with it. And if things aren't feeling good, then I'll have to either speak truth to it or make a decision. And maybe that decision could be not entertaining it anymore or not engaging or, just letting it, like literally letting it go. So I don't want to think about this. There's nothing I can do about it. It's in the past. Keep moving forward. And I've noticed that I've, as I've done that in daily dosages, it just gets easier. Because sometimes I, you know, I might have a day where I'm super, super tired. And so my emotional sensitivity is, you know, really high. So those are probably the days where I may not be at my best. I may not interpret things right. I may not perceive things fairly. I may not react with the patients I intend to walk through life with. And so on those days, I'm like, okay, you're not feeling all that great. All right, notice how you're feeling. Notice how you're reacting. Notice how you're being in the world. And, you know, at the end of the day, kind of asking myself, like, all right, what worked, what didn't? Um who does my energy work with and who doesn't it work with? Uh, what thoughts helped me, what didn't? And kind of taking each day and moving forward with that. 
And uh, I think that is what I've found to be the cyclical nature. It's like in these small moments, um, we catch it. And, you know, hopefully then in the future we're given that chance to kind of rewrite it. So, yeah, I love the fluidity. I love the, the cycle that you bring up, this idea of self-differentiation. And it's kind of like differentiating what can I hold on to that's going to nourish me and what can I let go of that isn't feeding me anymore. And that's going to change based on the phase of life we're in, based on the situation, based on how our intentions may be shifting or pivoting um, in relation to the circumstances that we're facing. And I think, you know, to bring it back to 2020, we all had to pivot a lot. And when you pivot, it's like, you know, things are happening maybe not pre-planned or maybe time isn't really on your side in which you have to move quickly, make quick decisions. And in those moments, the, 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 the more equipped you get at being able to recognize, let go, move forward, you know, it's kind of that three-part cycle, I guess, in every decision that we make, like recognize, let go, move forward, recognize what it is that you want that you need that you don't want that you don't need uh let go of you know the excess maybe kind of chewing off the fat and then move forward um so 2020 has definitely challenged all of us to do that and if you kind of were really seasoned and feeling well practiced maybe it felt a little bit easier to pivot i don't think it ever feels like super easy but it might just get easier and then if this was a year where, you know, you kind of structure your life where you try to avoid that pivoting or you avoid change because we all love routine so much and there's something to be said about consistency. But, you know, if, if we're too rigid with that, I think 2020 kind of gave us that push to learn how to be fluid. Um, and uh, yeah, those are my thoughts. And it kind of goes back to this whole idea of, of why yoga has meant so much to me. And Lauren, I know you as a teacher and, you know, we bonded really when we met and we just had this love for yoga. And, you know, what one of the biggest things that practice taught me was the ability to be fluid, to be rigid, but to be flexible, to be stiff, but to be at ease. So to kind of find that balance and that kind of dual nature of everything that we do and finding that middle path. And uh, yeah, I think that's where letting go can become this beautiful art form and dance that we do with life. So thank you for that thought provoking um, feedback. And I'm really excited to have a new term in, uh, in my vocabulary now. Great feedback, Sylvie. I definitely think that you and I see eye to eye on so many things. I mean, clearly all the talks that we've had, we just, you know, kind of uh, volley back and forth and um, bring new ideas to each other. And I think it's just a really great lesson for us as we interact with new people. I mean, although it's great to find like-minded people, it's also really great to stay open, to be challenged, to have to have the way that we look at something or have our perspectives um, you know, gently nudged um, to see a different perspective and a different side of things. I mean, I think that's honestly what you and I do for each other all the time is, you know, we just provide 
examples and metaphors and new terms to kind of widen our lens. And I think the the more fluid and 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 uh, wider our lens of life becomes, I think the easier it is uh, to pivot, like you said, and and then ultimately to let go. You know, I definitely feel like uh, 2020 was a year that um, was difficult for many, many around me. Um, but I feel like uh, I was able to grow a lot in 2020. I think that I had probably been prepared in, in many ways um, to let go. Not to say that I didn't also work through my own stuff. I mean, moving, uh, I know I've shared this story before, moving overseas to Germany and kind of letting go of our material things, realizing that, you know, in this move, I mean, an entire container could fall off a ship and we all of our worldly possessions would be gone in an instant. Um, and I just had to make peace with that. So, uh, but I think, you know, really kind of breaking it down, letting go becomes easier when we're able to, you know, let go of material things and then start to let go of relationships and um, kind of build on that. Now, I'm not saying you want to get to a place where you're letting go of everything all the time. Um, it's definitely good to have commitment in your life and to um, uh, be loyal to things for sure. But uh, I think, you know, that could probably be a whole nother podcast. There's a fine line in, in that commitment and, and loyalty and then, you know, clinging to things as well. So letting go is this really healthy pattern of life because um, we aren't meant to cling to things. We aren't meant to have things derive our identity. You know, quite the contrary, we're supposed to be able to fluidly move through life and, and pick up new things as they come. Uh, and if we have too much in our life, we're not able to pick things up. I think a great metaphor would be is, you know, if my hands are full of things that I can't let go of, then I see something new that I want to pick up. I, well, I don't, I don't have the ability to pick it up because my hands are full already. So it's really important for us to let go of things and, so that we can pick up new things. So anyways, I love this conversation. Sylvie, is there any last parting thoughts that you have for our listeners as it relates to letting go? I think that we've really delved pretty deep and given some tangible tools. Um, any, any parting thoughts from you? Yeah, that's a beautiful metaphor, Lauren. Thank you. I love this idea of if my hands are full, how can I pick anything up? And to the same token, too, if my hands are full, you know, how can I put anything down? Like, where do I start? And so having this understanding that letting go is not just a one-time deal, but a continual process um, that you will fluidly find yourself in throughout this lifetime. So just when you think you're there, it's like something else is going to come and be put into the equation of your circumstances and being able to train yourself to choose what you want to allow in and what you want to release is a practice. And so, yeah, I think having an understanding of that can be really, really helpful because it can take the feeling of overwhelm that often happens when we're faced with changes or uncertain situations and kind of shed light to the fact that it is overwhelming you know you're trying to figure out what you want to keep what you want to let go of but if you recognize that as you let go new things will come in and that's what transformation lies I think it just takes away the a little bit of a this idea that like if I let go nothing else will come I think that's a big fear that lies behind that so 
if you find yourself struggling with letting something go because you're afraid of what's on the other side, um, you know, it's just some words of reassurance would be that with that open space, something else will be invited in. And it may take some time, but things will come. Things always come together. And so time is sort of that magical um, ingredient in the recipe of change. So, yeah, so some closing thoughts. Kind of let go and let in and continue to let in and then let go. And as you find yourself in this cycle, try to have a little fun with it. Try to honor the sadness or grief that may accompany letting something go while still acknowledging and celebrating perhaps the excitement or inspiration um, or joy of letting something new in and know that we're kind of constantly in this state of flux and change. Um, So letting go. So many things. Uh, Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm really happy to hear that, Lauren, that you felt like you were prepared for 2020 in that sense. And not like a, and I knew this was coming kind of way, but I think it was just a testimony to all the work that you were doing up until that point in your life to make sure that, you know, you were positioning yourself to be solid and comfortable in who you are and what you stand for and where you're going. And when times get really challenging, when you have that core center to fall back on, um, it can feel really stabilizing. You know, the things around you can feel really destabilizing, but when you have this strong sense of being able to know who you are, to let unnecessary things go and kind of stand firmly in, in what you have, I think times like this... Um, I wouldn't say easier, but there's a sense of ease in being able to kind of ride the tides, if you will. So, really great example. And, um, yeah, it's all a cycle. So, what goes up must come down, and what goes down must go up, and we're kind of always riding through it. And so, let it go. Hope, um... I really could just keep going and going and going to some philosophical tizzy. So I'm going to leave it at that. Thank you all who joined in on this podcast episode. Um, I look forward to hearing your comments and your feedback and hope this brings you a little bit of joy. Such a wonderful conversation yet again, Sylvie. I can't wait to hear more of your philosophical ramblings. I really do enjoy them. Um, It's always such a pleasure to get to work with the people that you love and that you are able to really vibe off of. So I think that's a, a real cool thing that we've got going on here. Anyways, just can't help but share my gratitude of you um, for this, uh, episode in this day. Um, and so here's to letting go guys. Um, we've given some pretty good tips, some tangible things, some examples and letting go is just a really great and healthy part of life. So the better we can get at it, the better off we are because more can come in when we're able to let go more easily. So this is Lauren and Sylvie with Embodied Experience. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time.